Sometimes, sometimes, even if you know what's coming, you're never prepared for how it feels. Today is May the 26th of 2018. This is Captain Fred, and this is the Fifth Dimension. Today is the farewell show for Captain Fred in the Fifth Dimension. I was given notice by the powers that be above that they'd like to or uh, let's see, what was that note? Uh, I have to read that again. It says, uh, John wants to replace me with somebody new. So I think that that's going to be a good thing. Uh, says that he wanted to find another slot for me. It's kind of hard after three years of, uh, of the same Saturday sacrifice to uh, think about having my weekends free again. But, man, I'm really looking forward to it. So, with that in mind, uh, we've got a lot to look forward to. I've got weekends free. You've got a new host to, to carry this time slot. Uh, so, so we've got a lot to be thankful for. I'm, I'm, uh, after three years, uh, I guess uh, I'm able to take a little time off without having to worry about this. It was three years ago, I guess, three years and three weeks or four weeks ago that... Uh, I guess the network was going through some pretty tough issues. They were cutting back on the size, laying some some uh, employees off, cutting back the size of their offices, and and I think they had lost a few uh, hosts, or the hosts were changing around. and And I came on board to to just fill this slot here to help things out a little bit. So I hope that I was able to do that. And that was my intention, and I hope that's what I did do. So I'd like to open the uh, telephone lines. Here is 1-800-313-9443. I'd like to open the telephone lines if anybody's interested in talking about what's happened, what will happen. Uh, I, I appreciate all the friends that I've, I've made here at this time slot on this network. Uh, and I know that... Uh, the people that called in have been wonderful contributors to this show. I want to acknowledge those people. Uh, people like uh, Mike and or William in Montana, 
uh, Mike in Chicago, uh, God, he goes on and on. Mike in Kentucky, uh, Sovereign Man, all the callers. All the callers have been so wonderful to the show. Uh, I told uh, Sam, the producer, that we'd play some of the best bumper music that we've had online and, and fill some of the time. So, Sam, you want to take it over? I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> well, that's kind of put me on the spot there. So I need to send you something on that. Well, how about some Ween? Play some Ween. I like Ween quite a bit, and I think most of the listeners on RBN have enjoyed a lot of the ween that we've played. So if you got some of that available, bring it on up there and if you get a call in, we can fill some time. just uh, do things intentionally and unintentionally and occasionally we come into little nuggets. There was a, an, assist, uh, an instance last year where I interviewed a, a lady uh, with the Hickory Apache Indians uh, with her encounter with uh, the furry people 
And I'd like to play that uh, uh, clip back. Uh, well, let's see. Let's take this caller. Herb in Wisconsin. We'll do that before we do the clip. Herb, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good. I just tuned in uh, a few moments ago, and I heard you on. You're saying goodbye. I don't know who you are or what you're doing. <laughs> well, I've got three years of archive, so you'll be able to go back. There's about probably three weeks of really good clips, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I appreciate well, you, you listening. I'm That's sorry, go ahead. That's out of my reach. That's out of my reach. What's your name, sir? My name is Fred Taylor. I have been doing this show for the last three years under the uh, guise as Captain Fred in the Fifth Dimension. This show, I guess, is, is has met its end. It's, you know, it's interesting, though, sometimes how you, you never, you know things have to end at some times, but you're never really ready for it. But, um, and, and what's really, I guess, the, the most difficult thing sometimes is not really understanding what happened or having any conversation about it. But, you know, that happens. I'm a big guy, and, and actually, to be honest, I'm kind of looking forward to having some time off. But, uh, Herb, you're a new listener to RBN? No, I've been listening for many years, but I'm just, uh, I, I sounded like you had some putting on music and needed some calls to come in, so I have a few ideas I'd like to put out there when, uh, uh, when uh, the host is not in a hurry to get rid of me. <laughs> well, i tell you what, why don't you wait until after I play this next clip, because this is my favorite clip, and... And I'd like to play this one time because after today, it probably will never be unearthed again. So if you want to hang on for a while or call back in a little while, Samuel, go ahead and play that clip. Welcome back to the Captain Fred. I live in Oceania, New Mexico at the UFO conference. Uh, I have with me a volunteer here that has a story of Geraldine. Excuse me? Geraldine Julian. Geraldine Julian. Are you uh, in Korea? Yes. Have you lived here all your life? Yes. Now tell me, you were saying earlier that you saw some large creatures. You saw a large ship, too. Yes. Tell me, kind of from the start, what that was about. Well, see, um, during the summer, uh, I cut for people. I cut hay for people. And when my husband was still working, me, I have a tractor, and I cut for people. Uh And towards uh, Stone Lake, where we have our annual fees, that's where, on this side, by the mountainside, that's where I was cutting. And then I had finished this one area for uh, these people, and then uh, I cut, I raked, and then while I was bailing, when I was almost my last, like my last day, I felt like somebody was watching me. And then that feeling just stayed with me. I looked around, there's nobody around, but then the feeling stayed with me. And then until another person came by, and then he was unloading cedar poles right there, that's when that feeling went away. And then um, the next day, uh, I had to go up the road a ways, and then under the mountain, you go this way again, and I had to come down again. And then there's a pond right here, and the rope comes by the pond, and that's where I cut again. And then I finished cutting, and then I raked, and then I bailed, and then I didn't finish bailing. So the next day, it was a Saturday, so 
because we see my husband was with me that day. And then we went out there again, and I started finishing up the, to bail. And I was when I was going towards the pond again, uh, where the rope comes down, there was uh, this thing standing. It's about as tall as this door. How big is that? About seven foot? Seven Probably seven foot. Look at the door right there. And then, well, well, this, this is radio, okay. unfortunately. Oh, well, I just, like, uh, maybe eight foot. And it, then it was large, large. It was two-legged animal? Or? Well, at first, when I saw it, i never seen nothing like Did that. So I, I, that's what I thought. I thought it, it might be a bear. But as I was getting close to it, it was standing on two legs, and his arms were on his side, and he didn't have no ears like a bear, and his head was just like this. And then I was going towards it, and then I kept going towards it. And then um, after a while, you know, since we were real close, I, I stopped. And then um, I just parked the tractor there, and then we were looking at each other. He was looking at me. I was looking at him. And was black. Black. Mm-hmm. And then, was it covered with hair? Or? Yeah, it was covered with hair. And then... Uh, I didn't know what it was because I've never seen nothing like that here since I lived here all my life and I live out on the reservation with my grandparents and I've never seen anything like that. And then... Have you seen that again since then? uh, Yeah, let me... And then... um, So... um, And then uh, my son came to my house and he told me that uh, some people, white people, were here and they're chasing... They're looking for Bigfoot. At um, Hoyt's place, he's going to be one of the speakers here today. At Hoyt's place, mm-hmm. and where I was, where I saw Bigfoot, it's just over the mountain. That's uh, Hoyt's ranch, and then he told me that there's a whole bunch of people out there looking for Bigfoot. So what I we did was after five o'clock, we drove up there, and sure enough, at Hoyt's ranch, there was a lot of camping trailers, but we didn't stop. We went by it. How long ago was this? That's what people ask me, and I cannot remember, because I'm 80 years old now, and I can't remember nothing. Well, you're 80 years young is what I would mm, Yeah, uh-huh. Now, you also told me that you had, uh, you had seen some uh, flying objects, too. That, that was at the ranch. Well, anyways, when I saw this Bigfoot, um, I was telling people about it. I didn't keep it to myself, wherever I went, I was telling people. And then uh, one of our medicine men, he's, he's in his room in California. He's supposed to sing a uh, Bigfoot song over here. He said he made a Bigfoot song. He was supposed to sing it this he, morning. He's, uh, he's all, I interviewed him earlier. No, uh-huh. But he's a real nice guy. And it was, uh, he saw me, and then he asked me, I heard that you saw uh, a furry man in a patchy, is what he said. And then I, I told him, yes. And then uh, he told me that our... They told they said that it's gonna come back to us. One of the years they're gonna come back to us. So, but they said that only a good mind pe- person or a good hearted is gonna see it. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
I guess we're having dead air. Captain Fred, uh, Herb, you still on there? Yes, sir. I don't know if I'm welcome to talk or not. You know what? You're welcome to say whatever you want on this show. What you got on your mind? Well, I'm, I have on my mind uh, a suggestion and the Declaration of Independence that when we find government unsatisfactory, we reinvent the thing. And, uh, and so I have an idea about that uh, because uh, we're in bad shape here. So, well, that's uh, what the uh, 25th Amendment was about, isn't it? Or 20, Isn't there a clause where we can have a convention of states and rewrite part of it, or all of it? I really don't want to tamper with the Constitution. I just have an idea I want to share. Okay, go ahead. And that's to use the same Constitution, but create a new District of Columbia in the center of the, <laughs> of the country. And then, uh, since the border control endorsed Donald Trump, uh, use them, appoint Donald Trump as president there, and, and have the border patrol collect imports, import tariffs in gold. Then use the gold to back a new currency. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think I think that's not a bad idea, but I think it'd be neat if we could like have a balanced budget amendment on that constitution, don't you? No, sir, that's not going to work. So you don't think no. the government should ought to be pulled in on spending as much money as they can print, huh? Well, here's here's my proposal to stop that. 
So, so they collect uh, tariffs in gold from other countries, and it's required to get this U.S. market. And uh, the Border Control Patrol already likes Donald Trump, and, uh, and I think they would be loyal collectors of the gold tariffs. And well, the I think I think they've already been collecting gold to come to this country. I think they've been giving it to people that are running the government. All right, so I guess I don't have any more to share. Thank you. All right. Well, hey, listen, it is the last show anyway. <laughs> Dennis in Florida, what do you got to add to that? You there? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I don't want to add anything to that. that. That's not a good way to... I can't believe, for one thing, that John would not work with you on your schedule. I, I, as much, I'm not going to criticize the man because I know he, he does a share of work in this fight that we have in our hands, but uh, it's going to be like... I'm gonna, it's like losing a friend, sir. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, don't, I don't call him very often to your show, but I do listen to it, and uh, what I do like about it is that you never know what to expect. I mean, I haven't... <laughs> I can't say that I like... I, I can't say that I like every single show, but it's worth listening to. I don't hear the same damn thing, you know, over and over every every time I, I listen to you. So I, I do appreciate that. And I and I think it's good that you're going to have a break. I mean, you should have your weekends to yourself for a while and uh, maybe regroup and uh, come back some in some form or fashion. I would like that. Well, you know, I, I when I got the news last week that I was going to be off the air for a while, I was actually a little relieved and uh you know, because after three years, it's kind of nice to take a break or to look forward to at least a change in things. So I'm not, I'm not seeing this as being a negative thing for me. Uh, and I sure do appreciate you being a listener and have been involved in, in the show because that, that makes me feel like the time I spent doing it. And I think it all amounts to about five days of, of nonstop shows, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but you know, sometimes, uh, uh, the most painful goodbyes are the ones that are never said. And that's the reason why today, rather than just let this go into the waste, I wanted to, to take the time to say goodbye to the people like you that's listened to the show. And, and you know, not all the shows are my favorite shows either, believe me. There's been a few, <laughs> like the... Uh, like the one that I did in Dolce last year and interviewed uh, Geraldine, she what a wonderful lady and such wonderful people up there. And that's that's the thing that this show has done for me. It's brought me to you, to all the wonderful people that's been on the show. Jim Jim Strang up in Colorado. Had it not been for the show, I would have not met Jim Strang, who's one of my closest and best friends. Uh, you know, so the. It's really difficult to say that there isn't uh, where the good is in a goodbye. I mean, you know, where is that good? And and I can't say that it's been bad for me. I've gotten a lot out of this show. Uh, the message that I had was that they're looking for another spot for me, another time slot. And, uh, I, you know, I just really don't know how to feel about anything right now because I really don't know what, what's going on. I know that that uh, there's been a shakedown with a lot of the host in on RBN through different time slots. So so I don't I don't feel like he's targeting me at all. I think he's making adjustments for the for the benefit of the RBN. Yeah, I can't imagine that he would. I you, I mean like I said I, I really I listen to a lot of radio, a sickly amount of radio and uh and you're one of my shows that I look forward to. I mean I, I wish you were on more, but uh and I like you said, you know, it's going to be good to get a break and I you're too good at what you do. I think Oh, before I forget, um, you've turned me, I mean, I, I'm a Thomas Jefferson man of quotes, 
I love Thomas Jefferson, all his quotes, but Mark Twain is really up there. He's really a, he's a bright spot in the history of uh, American history. I, I really enjoy your the way you uh, refer to him quite a bit. I, I've enjoyed that as well. You know, sometimes I feel like it's it's become almost a cliche, but I find myself referring to Mark Twain in my daily activities too. So <laughs> I'm not really sure that that's part of the show. Is this is is part of me? But you know, uh, <laughs> thank thanks so much for that. I'm glad that you enjoyed that. Uh, I think also the uh, a lot of the listeners enjoyed the Terrence McKinnon. And and when I first started playing Terrence McKenna, a lot of people were trying to figure out exactly what that meant. But in the last three years, there's been so much enlightenment about uh, about psychedelics, about his kind of experience, and about mind altering experience. There's a few things that that he believed and created that I think are important for us to share as 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 thinking individuals in this culture. We need to. And he and he said that the uh, psychedelics triangulated his consciousness, and I think that when we throw out these new or different ideas, uh, that's what it does. It triangulates our consciousness. It it brings it brings a different way of thinking about things, and that's what this show, the Fifth Dimension, has been about. But no, I, I, oh. I I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I. I t- that Terrence McKenna, you turned me on to him. I, I listened to some of his lectures and stuff from just because of you, and 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 kicking in that door of perception with hallucinogenics or whatever. And I'm not an avid hallucinogenic taker, but I have in the past. And it it, it once your mind is opened and you go through that door, there's no going back. Um, I'm I'm appreciative of that experience. Um, and I think to some degree, everyone should try. To some degree, I think. I mean, it would really I think improve the world rather than hurt it. Well, that's a, that's kind of what RBN does. RBN it changes the way we perceive things because it it offers a different perspective. And and you know, Terence believes that 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 it wasn't the psychedelics weren't the only way to achieve the, a different perspective, but it was one of the easiest ways, is what he said. Mm, I can see that. Also, I, I studied Zen Buddhism and meditate for for many many years, and uh, that's kind of the you know the. I guess LSD light um, experience. You you can actually get to a degree of understanding and enlightenment through just meditation. But uh, like you say, it's the it's, I guess the easy way. The other way. Well, the, another good way is a near death experience, but that's not an easy way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you not know. recommended. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you've lived uh, if you've lived hard and lived well, then you've probably had more than one near death experience. And uh-huh. you know, we're we're just fortunate that these haven't killed us. So you know, that's all I've got to say about that. But well, you know, Captain, psych- what will you do? With, what will, what will you? I'm sorry to interrupt. I hate when people interrupt like that. But what will you do with your weekends off now? Do you have any specific plans? Or are you just going to take it easy? <laughs> well, you know, I haven't really thought about it to be honest. Saturdays have have been a routine that I'd get up in the morning. I had ideas for the show that I'd start working on, and depending on on my my gut feeling about the topic, depending on the uh, the circumstance of the day, I'd, I'd make decisions about how the show would go on it. Lots of times, the show didn't really come together until twenty minutes before the show started, and some of those were the best shows. Uh, I, I, right now, I, I think probably what I'm going to do is 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 go through the four or five days of shows that I've compiled over the last three or four years. I think the first year of shows 
the archives are missing on them, so I'm not really sure I'll be able to go back to that, or if I even really want to. But I'd like to put together some best of clips and see see if I can, uh, you know, run those things a little bit. I don't know. I haven't really decided about that yet. But one you know, hour. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the one-hour issue, I think, has been good in a lot of ways because it gives a little distance between thoughts. I mean, it's it's amazing how much your uh, your thought process will change in a week as opposed to a few hours or a day. I mean, in a week, it gives you a whole different perspective on the topic. So lots of times, one hour really, I think, works well for a show program. But uh, I think I hear music right now, and Sam wants to take a break. Sam, why don't you go ahead and take us on into the break. We'll be back in a few minutes. This is the farewell show of Captain Fred. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Did you know that neither the American Medical Association nor the American Bar Association were established to benefit the American people? Have you recognized that in our country, health care has little to do with health and that our court system has nothing to do with justice? The priests of both medicine and law have been incentivized to implement a dark agenda on behalf of the Bilderbergers and their ilk. To protect ourselves and our progeny, we need to take a much closer look at how these two giant industries really work. Join me, Al Whitney, on In Defense of Humanity, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Central, as we expose the matrix and learn how not to consent to our own destruction. 
Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athletes with very severe, trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff, almost completely gone. I had a a simple neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your Welcome back. This is Farewell Captain Fred. Um, May the 26th, 2018. Uh, we're speaking with Dennis in Florida. Dennis, you know, it's, it's strange. I, I, I've always thought that, um, that, that this would not last as long as I thought it would last. But I've never really thought about how it was going to come to an end. And, and, and enjoying that moment now is really wonderful. And I really like hearing somebody that's enjoyed the show. Dennis, I appreciate you too. I hope you know that. I, I, you're, you're an old, you're an old soul, uh, Captain Fry. I believe you, I mean, you gotta be. And, uh, there's no way this is the end. It's just, uh, maybe a, a big break for you to, you know, maybe work, do some research and then work on some new shows and, if it's something you love to do, there's no way you can walk away from it, you know, regardless of uh, whether it's with RBN or, or whatever. Um, well, I, I see you coming back in some form. Well, you know, uh, I, I came into this show kind of differently than most people. I didn't really have any intentions of ever being a radio show host. Uh, at the time, my youngest son had went to work for John uh this has been three years ago, and back, that was back when the network was having some real issues, and and uh, there was some programming, and and the the two kids, Sam and and my son Trey, suggested that I do a show because I've I've had some history in in some of these topics <laughs> that, that are discussed on on RBN, and so I took the show on because it gave some variety to Republic Broadcasting Network, and. And I hope that that was accomplished. To be honest, I didn't think it would last three years, but uh, you know, it's like a, it's like a it's like a new door is opening up right now, and I feel refreshed by it. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start through this and and see if I can turn a new chapter to this uh, whatever it is. And and there are a lot of things, and there's been a lot of good. The archives, there's there's a uh, I think two years of archives that are on a Republic Broadcasting Network. Probably about thirty percent of those things are worth listening to, but they do have a fast forward button on them. But you know, I don't know. You know, what are you going to do? You're a listener. Are you going to listen to whoever comes in my place? Well, I've like I said, I do listen <laughs> to a sickening amount of radio, and uh, when 
there has been a handful of uh, people that I that I loved and respect and listened to that, that have passed away and went on to the whatever they you know whatever we go on to. Um, and I guess human nature, you know, is somehow, some way, uh, life abhors a uh, vacuum, uh, uh, void. So it will be uh, our vacuum. It will be well, filled by something not as good as you, you sir. I mean, I'm telling uh, you, you really did bring a variety to the show and uh, or the network. And I, well, I, well, I, I have a feeling we'll see you again. That was my intention, was to break up the monotony of this anti-knowledge or whatever it was that they, they speak about lots of times. But, you know, it's like uh, I, I used to be a regular listener to Dr. Parker on Sunday mornings. And uh, when he went away, there was uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Daniels, Jennifer Daniels, came over. And, and I enjoy her, too. So so I see it as progression. I don't see myself as a as a finite part of what's going on here. I see myself as having been a contributor, and I'm I'm proud to have been a contributor to this network. I believe that overall the network does more good for for its listeners than it than it tries to confuse people. And uh, that's that was my intention all the time. And Dennis, it's your responsibility to be a good listener, especially on the call in shows, and 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 let them know what you're thinking about. Well, I, you know, I when I have something important to say is when I'll call in. I don't want to call in just to hear myself talk or just, you know, there, I, I, like I said, again, I listen to a lot of radio and there's people that call in and, you know, they just, they want to spout their opinion and sometimes it's okay and sometimes it, it's not okay. And, um, but, uh, I do enjoy a good educational show. Somebody's going to teach me something is what I listen for. And then I get a lot of that at RBN, I can tell you. And you have been a big part of that. And I really, really just want to let you know that I appreciate it. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, Fred. Well, I appreciate that, Dennis. And, and you know what, uh, may the best be with you. May your life be filled with all your richest desires. And, uh, with that, I'd like to go ahead and take one of our other frequent callers, uh, uh, William in Montana. William, how are you doing, buddy? Hello, hello, Captain Fred. Well, I I was just How you doing, sitting William? out in the yard, sitting out in the yard, and I said, I think Captain Fred is on. I haven't listened for quite some time, and so I came in. It must have been the spirit speaking to me, um, and I definitely wanted to. Uh, I didn't hear the whole program. I just turned in a few minutes ago, but it sounds like you're heading on to bigger and better things, I bet. You know, uh, I just think I'm going to enjoy Saturdays off for a while. <laughs> hey, it's it's finally, you know, it just seems like the snow left uh, here in Montana about a couple weeks ago. It actually didn't. It was about a month ago, but everything is green. Um, I can't see the mountains from my uh, living room window because the maple trees are all filled in. My garden is even doing great. So, you know, every year, springtime, a great time to look to uh, new adventures, and uh, you know you you are an incredible person. You you definitely uh, were a very very unique voice on this uh, you know radio uh, network, and uh, I really appreciate your your history, and I appreciate what where you've come and and the amazing ideas that you've always tried to. I mean, you definitely stretched the limits. Uh, and I always appreciate that anytime someone tries to do that. So, all right, I wish you luck in what you're doing. Uh, you'll probably get in some fishing, I bet. 
Well, I was just thinking about that this morning, as a matter of fact. Well, you yeah. know, spring's, spring's already sprung in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we had to dig out. This this last winter was, was quite uh, intense, even for a, a diehard Montana. We had snow on the ground for five and a half months. Um, and, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm doing good, and you know, my wife's doing good, and, uh, you know, we... I, I'm still keeping up with what's happening uh, in Russia. I'm still learning Russian, um, and uh, I think some spectacular things are happening there, things that we never hear about in the West. Um, and, you know, uh, times are times are coming down uh, to the wire, I bet, you know. I mean, well, things, things are starting to happen. If we only knew what we didn't know, we'd be a lot well, I don't know that we'd be better off, would we? <laughs> if we knew well, the things we I didn't know. Well, I know too much. That's my problem. I, 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 I just wish I was a little more, you know, blissfully ignorant of uh, what's happening. But you know, once you get the bug, I mean, you just, you just keep mm-hmm. sticking your nose in places where you probably shouldn't, and um, you know. But I mean, that's what we do, and uh, you know, you've done that. You've and that I think that's always commendable because you know we have to keep growing, and uh, you know, and that's you know I, I just I don't see it any way any other way for myself, and I don't see you doing anything more except you know like going and doing what you've been doing all your life. So um, I've always admired you. Uh, you know, you were one of the strangest people. You know, I, I remember the first program I heard, I said, who is this mask man? You know, what is he doing here? You know, Terrence McKenna, are you kidding me? I mean... Well, it just uh, seemed like it, you know, it seemed like the appropriate thing to do. If you're going to wake people up, you need to really shake them hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, um, you know, it's it's amazing how, you know, once you see this, once you taste um, this this way of being out there um i mean why not especially as you get older i mean i'm i'm of a, up in my 70s and you know i'm a lot younger now than i was when i was 45 i mean i couldn't believe how old i was when i was 45 you know so um you know you got to keep going and and i wish you luck um well, i think you'll i think you'll be getting into some amazing things so, thank you sir Okay. William, I would like to offer you the same thank you, because yeah. I know that when I hear William in Montana come to the uh, microphone at any of the shows, I pay mm-hmm. attention and I listen to what you say. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I think, I think everybody does. I know lately I've not heard you so often, and I've, I've looked for you, and, and I'd like to encourage you to continue that, because it's needed. Yeah, it's needed. you know, it's it's... It's kind of hard because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm one of those people that I, I I try to have something to say before I say it. And, you know, whenever I say something on RBN, I mean, I've usually put in, you know, four or five or ten hours, you know, trying to work something up because I really appreciate the listeners. You know, I appreciate their their persistence and their, you know, their desire to know what's really happening and so I, I i don't take it lightly just calling in 
Uh, I usually want to try to deliver what I think is the goods um, to sort of open people up and and give them, you know, I always encourage people, you got to do this yourself. You know, you can't just, you know, you know, listen to a program and and hope that they're going to do the big lifting for you. So that's that's what I always encourage, and I, I know you do too, and so I appreciate that. So, Captain Fred, you know, happy fishing. Hope you catch <laughs> the big one. Adios, amigo. Bye bye. We'll see you soon. I'll see you next. Hey, uh, man, that's wonderful. I I can't believe that. Uh, I get a call from William, and and now I've got Murr in Wisconsin. Murr, how are you doing today? Oh, good, Captain Fred. I didn't know you were going to be setting sail. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to start a journey unless you throw that sail up. What are you going to do? you going to motor the whole way? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have such a good voice, and I like that you brought so much about cannabis. And hence, this country was built on that and ran on it way through the Second World War, which we shouldn't have had, but we shouldn't have any of these wars if we didn't have usury <laughs> and control well, Mar- propaganda. This show, this network, is about opposing the tyranny. And, and it seemed like the cannabis is where tyranny hit the road or hit the pavement, hit, hit the rubber. Or, you know, that's, that's where tyranny really does exercise its, its evil force is when it, when it mandates something that's, that's against humanity. And I think people are beginning to realize that this isn't the demon weed that, that they were told back in 1936 by, uh, by Harry Anslinger, that it was the uh, was the most evil drug in the world. Well, it might have been evil to the to pharmaceutical companies, but to the people that's been using it for thousands of years, it's, it's been a constant source of comfort. And with that being gone, it, it's almost an affront. I call it a, uh, a, a odious law when they created this law from lies, and and I think that's the reason why I've. I've pursued that on this show so much. And, Murr, I, I really do am grateful that you've been a listener all this time, too. Well, you know, May 16th, um, Trump had a roundtable from the sanctuary state people, and the DA was saying about how it was mainly because of the ones coming in and growing in the parks, right, that she didn't like the legality. It shouldn't have been legalized. And I have to kind of agree, it should all be decriminalized. Take the law out of it altogether. They shouldn't have to get be allowed to get any tax or anything else. And the one thing I kept waiting for someone to say during that was about the young woman, um, Sherry uh, Lapini, I think was her name. I'll have to look it up again. But in Redding, California, she was jogging, and apparently some of these, uh, you know, grabbed her. And made them pay ransom, and they branded her and abused her and all kind of stuff. And, you know, she'll never be the same. And it's just because they can lord it over people by coming in here. And I think laws are starting to be more upheld again. At least that's what I'm getting from watching some of these roundtables in the different different offices, you know, where they're saying, thank you for letting us do our job. So I think that's <laughs> Mer- problem. Can I can I offer you one suggestion now that I'm not going to be on the air or I don't know I don't know if I will or not I actually I, that's not been explained yet we may still be on the air somewhere else but you know anything that you hear on any of these mainstream media sources 
is likely just to be uh, a red herring or a way to to keep people talking about the wrong uh, the wrong ideas. Uh, you know, even well, sometimes. I don't listen to any of that radio or TV, none of that Talmud stuff, none of those movies or music or any of it in any of their publishing. What I was talking about was the actual in the White House meetings. And that, too, that, too, you have to take with a grain of salt. But, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, but that is the part that is not reported on. Like he, like they said in the media, oh, he called them animals, immigrants? No, he called the MS-13 gang members animals. So, you know, you've got to pick and choose and look around and see what's really going on. But I think to some extent there is some of that going on where, you know, it's a real hard road. <laughs> To hoe, you know, to try to get any any kind of legitimacy back when you live under such a broken system, and it's it's ruled by Satan <laughs> and his his little. Uh, I have to agree with you. When, how do you how do you how do you regain the high ground when when everything that we talk about, everything that we see and do, is is basically an echo of of what they want us to see and do and talk about. That was one of the things about this show, and I think uh, that that I enjoyed doing was was not being part of that echo, being part of a a different idea or a different way to think about things. And as long as we're uh, repeating or echoing anything that we see. It's difficult to pull our minds out of that that mindset that these are the circumstances of our lives. We can't we can't live that way. We can't constantly uh, echo what's being told. Whether we listen to the mainstream media or not, as long as we're listening to our friends echo that, it's almost like a a contact high that that they used to talk right. about. Well, I don't know. even have any one of my species here <laughs> to judge me. So <laughs> so that kind of works out well. Everyone I do run into, the birds and the bees and the cats and the chickens, they're all happy to see me. <laughs> so they don't care. So, uh, but well, I've always you thought mentioned... you were a little different, or I always thought you were. But, I, you know, yeah. I wasn't going to say anything because I thought you might want your anonymity about that. Well, I think we're supposed to be individuals. We shouldn't be groupthink and communitarians and whatnot. But you mentioned about Dr. Daniels, and I don't know if you caught Interpol is stalking her. She has 40 people in her chat room each week for three hours, plus another 25 to 30 on her Facebook chat, and all the people on the phones listening and calling in, people are starved with not, for knowledge of how to take care of themselves. Right, right. Hey, listen, Murr, would you hold on for just a minute, because I'd like to continue talking about that for a minute. We'll be back in a few minutes. This is Farewell, Captain Fred. accessories any guy can be off the mark whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order it's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and ar parts and add-ons like eotech quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss browse the full range of nikon scopes and binoculars aroutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1100 lumens Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. 
I know I've got you excited. So take a breath, head to aroutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at aroutfitting.com. This is too good to be true, except this time it is real. 100%. No joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $500? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes. Then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection, Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. May 5th is the last day you will hear this offer on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five. Do you or a loved one suffer migraine headaches? Listen to what scientist Kurt Hendricks has to say. 35 million people in the United States suffer with debilitating migraines. If you or a loved one are one of them, you need to know about MigRelief. Hi, I'm Kurt Hendricks, the scientist that formulated and patented the MigRelief migraine formula. MigRelief is a non-prescription dietary supplement recommended by neurologists, pharmacists, and pediatricians to address nutritional deficiencies in both adults and children over two with migraines. Try MigRelief for three months and see the powerful difference it can make in your life or get your money back, no questions asked. Go to MIG911.com or call 800-MIG-7354. You can change your life today. So if you suffer from migraines, don't wait. Call 800-MIG-7354. That's 800-MIG-7354 or visit MIG911.com. that makes saying goodbye so hard. Winnie the Pooh had that down. Murr, uh, got a couple seconds here. I want to take one more caller. Murr, you know, Dr. Daniels is, is, is suffering from what anybody that speaks freely in the medical industry gets. And if you don't follow the, uh, the cut, burn, and, uh, and medicate, you want to be one of those people. I don't understand it, and I'm not going to make any statements about it. But, uh, Murr, you stick with them, would you? I will. And thank you for sharing yourself with us. Well, I'll be around, maybe in the back side of your eyelids. Who knows? <laughs> and I want to take <laughs> Bill. I want to take Bill in Wisconsin. Bye. See you later, Murr. Bill, you yeah, still on? Cap- 
Fred, uh, man, I'm sorry to see you go. I really am. I don't know that I'm gone. I just feel like I'm I'm changing, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, to somebody that likes bumper music from Lawrence Welk and Mr. Ackerbilk, (laughs) you play some stuff that really opens my mind, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my purpose in life, man, is to open everybody's minds if we can. And, and, you know... uh, I, I'm gratified that I do have callers that have appreciated the the uh, persistence, at least, of this show. And it's not been easy to try to, to come up with something original or different or, or pertinent every week. So sometimes I fall short. But I, well, I'm, I haven't heard any of the short stuff. I'll put it that way. Whenever I listen, I've, I've had a lot of good, important information. And uh, especially, like Murr says, on the cannabis, uh, I don't know if I mentioned on your show, but I had a, uh, I have a cow that has um, uh, eye cancer. And I think it was Jimbo or somebody there that mentioned, you know, if the cow would eat some marijuana, that it would certainly uh, be beneficial. So I've been looking around and uh, seeing what I could do to try to remedy that situation. So I really appreciate, you know, the guests that you've had on and uh, the positions that you've taken. And I wish you the best in the future. Thank you, Bill. All right. Wrapping up. Folks, have a good life. Enjoy yourselves and never, never worry. It's not going to help you any. It's Captain Fred. Adios, amigos. Everything comes tried and true. I see the light in you. How can you dig in my soul? Could you smell my home? to by mass media it's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets even with a growing audience every day rbn is beginning to direct more efforts into social media social media and the use of the internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news regardless of demographic rbn has set out to provide some of the best news on the internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. 
Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.